You're now tapped into Go Lightly Radio with Amanda Nicole, an uplifting and informative podcast for crystal lovers, spiritual seekers, and intuitive boss babes learning to manifest abundance and fulfill their soul's purpose. We're coming together to provide modern insight into the power of crystal healing, honoring daily spiritual practice, and why aligning your chakras is more important than keeping up with the Kardashians. Here's your host and crystal bestie, Amanda Nicole. Hey guys, welcome to Go Lightly Radio. My name is Amanda Nicole, and I am your crystal bestie. I'm also... Um, a little bit delirious, but for good reason. We've been working like 15-hour days leading up to the launch of our new website. So you guys have to check it out if you haven't already. It's golightlyhealing.com. And then shoot me a message on Instagram and let me know what you think. If you aren't already following us on Instagram, it's at golightlycrystals. In today's episode, we are going to talk about what it means when a crystal breaks and what to do if that happens to you. And I say when, not if, because if you work with crystals, you will almost certainly experience this at one point or another. And I don't say that to sound insensitive. Trust me, when a crystal breaks, so does my heart. But I like, there have been times where I've cried. I've even, I once left an event to go home and like mourn a crystal. And so I just, I don't wish that moment on anyone. And I've come to accept that it's almost like a rite of passage, you know, like I believe that if you truly want to experience loving a crystal with your whole heart, you have to accept that at some point it might leave you or pass on when it's ready. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. So keep in mind, crystals and minerals are fragile. And so certain stones will shed or break off in fragments. So let's focus today on crystals that break unexpectedly. And I still remember the first time a crystal broke for me, it was a blue kyanite blade and it fell from my nightstand. And I remember as soon as it happened, I was just like, I didn't even touch it. Like, how did it fall? And the human in me stepped up to offer all these type of explanations like, well, I must have bumped it or it was too close to the edge. Um, One of my favorites, I was like, well, maybe the wind from the fan blew it over. And, you know, your mind just goes to all these places to try to make sense of something, right? It's very human. So, Anyways, I was so sad because this particular kyanite, it made the shape of a heart. So now it was in two, right? Like how symbolic. So I grabbed a bunch of crystal books and I like frantically began researching what it means when a crystal breaks and like, what do I do? I have this broken crystal now. Like, is it, is this bad? Like what's going on? What do I do? So So that was actually before I realized that checking in with my own like inner guidance system is the most powerful resource, but you know, we live and we learn. So most of the books explained that either the crystal's work with you was done or the crystal was taking a hit, so to say, for you basically. So protecting you or shielding you energetically, right? Like that's pretty romantic, but both of those explanations didn't really resonate with me. I just didn't feel like I was done with this particular piece or pieces. Um, and I didn't feel like it sacrificed itself for me for, for my protection. I just, it just, those options 
didn't seem to apply. So I placed the two pieces back together on my nightstand and I went to work. And that night, a coworker of mine um, came up to me and asked me about crystals because I had posted something on Instagram and she said that she's always been drawn to them. She had a couple, um, but she felt like she was ready for a new one. And she asked me, like, what comes to mind? And I was like, I mean, I got chills. I was like, well... <laughs> what do you think about blue kyanite? she's like, I don't have it. I've never worked with it before. And I was like, well, can I give you half of mine because it broke and I have two pieces and they're gorgeous. And she was like, oh my gosh, of course. So a week later, she texts me and she tells me how much she loves her crystals. She said that it felt so different from any other crystals that she had bought in the past from like rock stores. And she asked me where I got it. And I was like, <laughs> from a rock store. Um, it just, it was special, right? So this kind of sparked a rediscovering of crystals and their healing for her. And I truly believe that crystals know before they chip or break or get lost. Like they know exactly what they're doing. They know what's going on. They, they, they just know. So I, I just, I believe that like the wisdom and consciousness of a crystal is something that we will never fully comprehend as humans. And it's heartbreaking when a crystal breaks. Like, I mean, I get it, but doesn't it kind of help to know that they, they saw it coming long before it manifested physically, you know, like, I don't know. I find peace in that. So now that I've hopefully removed some of the sorrow that goes along with this experience, because it's real, right? Like some people, especially people who don't work with crystals would be like, why are you crying over a rock? Like so confused, right? But it's, you have this bond, like you've, you've created this bond with this, with this crystal. So I mean, cry it out. But keep in mind that at least in my opinion, the crystal knew that this was going to happen, right? So let's talk about what to do with broken crystals. So the first thing that I do, the very first thing I do is check in with not only my intuition, but the crystal itself and ask, are you wanting to retire? That's like my question. Like, um, you can do this in meditation. You can do this simply just holding the crystal, just tune into its energy and ask, like, are you wanting to complete this journey that you've been on? Right. And this is what they want sometimes. Like it's their time. They want to be returned to mama earth and they want to continue their days in the arms of their, of their mom. Right. So if you live somewhere that allows for you to return the crystal that same day, that's great. But if you live downtown in like a really busy city, wait until you'll be somewhere that's beautiful, that you can take it, right? Like think like, where would you want to go to retire? So there's no rush to bring them back right away. Like if a crystal breaks, you don't need to immediately get rid of it, right? Like why would you? Like, yes, it looks different, but it's still the same crystal that you loved. It, it needs you now more than ever, right? Like this is kind of where we step in and we're able to offer our assistance to the crystal. Like they do so much for us that when it comes to them being broken, I just feel like it's our responsibility to kind of step up and be like, okay, now it's my turn to take care of you, right? So I don't know. I just don't rush your goodbyes. That's that's what I'm trying to say here. 
Um, but also be mindful um, if a crystal has like any sharp or potentially dangerous edges or if it's toxic um, and if you're planning on returning it to mama earth make sure that you maybe dig a little spot for it so that it's um, out of harm's way to others right like we want to make sure that anything that's potentially dangerous to like wildlife um, we avoid at all costs so just Place them somewhere that they won't be found by little critters, right? Um, and then, so there's that's my preferred method of returning crystals to to source is getting them as close as possible to that energy, which is to me Mother Earth. So um, on the flip side, right? Like if you've checked in with your crystal and you are like, no, we're still, we've still got something going. Like we, if it still feels very much alive to you, um, then it's it's work's not done, right? Okay, so I shouldn't say alive, but if it feel still feels very awake, I feel like crystals that want to retire, they're sleepy. That's the best way to put it. Like they're tired. They are like, I want to go just soak in all that life has to offer, right? And crystals that are still like busy little bee workers, they're like super awake and they're like, all right, I'm broken, but I'm ready to move into this next chapter of my life, the crystal's life, right? Oh my gosh, that should be a book, a crystal's life. Okay. Oh, it's also really important to note that if a crystal takes a big tumble, whether it breaks or not, it needs some extra TLC, right? So think like a deep cleansing and like maybe a little retreat, right? Like somewhere, some some time to itself, so to speak. So you can still offer it lots of love while it rests, but maybe give it like um, a week or two or three to maybe place it on a piece of selenite or put it like on a windowsill where it can like connect with the moon and the sun and all. You know what I mean? Like just let it have a little alone time. Okay, so back to what do we do with crystals? Um, a lot of people have asked me, can I glue it back together? And I personally have never done this and I used to be totally against it until I realized that sometimes like in this world, we, we need to get glued back together. Like I don't see myself ever doing it. Um, and I don't recommend it as a first option. Like if your crystal breaks, glue it back together. No, it's like the crystal will tell you, right? Like they'll let you know each crystal is different. So you should always go with what your intuition is guiding you towards or simply ask the crystal, right? So if that's the first thing that comes to mind and it feels right for you, I'm not going to say don't do that. Um, I've actually seen a lot of people take broken pieces and make them into art. And that is a beautiful way to allow the crystal's energy to continue to be appreciated. Um, another one of my favorite things is gifting pieces. And I know what you're thinking, like who would want a broken crystal? I used to think that too, um, until the story that I shared a few minutes ago with you happened to me. So um, you can gift the half or piece um, to a friend, to somebody who you think needs that energy, perhaps more than you, to your plants, like you can put it them the crystals in the soil. Um, back to mama earth, like I said, like there's so many ways to gift the broken crystal. Um, 
And then if the crystal was polished before, it's also an option to have it be re-polished by a professional, right? So there's different options. And honestly, like you can even keep them. Like, why not? Like just because a crystal breaks doesn't mean you have to necessarily rehome it or return it to Mama Earth. Like you can you can keep it. And This actually reminds me of a really, really special story um, that involves my Princeton. So around this time last year, I was actually showing Princeton, who is our uh, little palm. He's since passed, but I have a collection of large crystals on the buffet in our kitchen, and he's too little to see them. So one day I picked him up and I was like, let me show you all the big crystals that are up here that you can't see. So... I was holding him and he was sniffing each crystal and I loved it. I was like, oh my God, he loves the crystals. He's like connecting with them. This is so special. So I was holding him over one and for whatever reason, it fell and hit the one behind it. And the one that fell is this large polished celestial, and the one behind it is this big piece of black amethyst. And the black amethyst was fine. There was like a little dust maybe. Um, but if anything, I honestly believe it was catching the Alessio's fall. Like so sweet. But anyways, the tip of the Alessio broke and I was devastated. I picked it up and I put the piece back and it fit perfectly. And I looked at Princeton and he was so happy and that made me happy. I was like, this is just a really special moment regardless of a crystal broke or not. I get to share this with Princeton. So I also discovered that from the chip, there's this new rainbow that's formed. It wasn't there before. And that happens with crystals. It's almost like they're showing us, right? That like our breakdowns are really guiding us towards the rainbow that's waiting for us. So now this crystal will forever remind me of those moments that I shared with Princeton. And I would give anything to have them back. But when I miss him the most, I'll hold his favorite crystals or I'll go look for the rainbow in my celestial. And I also want to note that the tip of the little piece of crystal that broke off, it went missing a few weeks ago. And I have never been so happy to see a crystal broken this way because the rainbow is always finding its way to me. So you see crystals breaking is not always a bad thing. It's it's a beautiful thing in its own way and it's part of their journey, right? Um, the next time that a crystal drops and it breaks, I really hope that you remember this episode. It's why I'm sharing this all with you. Um, I just, I hope that it's been helpful. And if you um, enjoyed today's episode, please consider leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. It would mean the world to me. I think that's all I have for now. So I just hope that you guys have an amazing day, um, weekend, week, life. I love you and I'll be back next week. Thanks so much for listening. If today's episode inspired you, make sure to rate us five stars, leave a review, and subscribe. Also remember to follow Go Lightly Crystals on Instagram and visit golightlyhealing.com to find today's show notes and anything else you might need to help you live your best life. Until next time, keep your crystals cleansed, chakras balanced, and affirmations on repeat.